I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me to kick you out the door. Hi, I'm Judy Ray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Well, as always, I hope if you are bothered by a pesty inner critic that you're doing your best to tame it or get rid of it. You know, I'm doing okay today with that. Well, one of the tragedies that, you know, I think this pandemic has has really brought up for all of us is the, the huge loss of life and how unexpectedly uh, for so many of us. So it makes sense that at times like this, we might be asking ourselves questions about, what happens after a death from an unexpected tragedy or just what happens after a death period? But for some of us, that might mean seeking out and speaking to a psychic or a channel or a medium, just someone who can help guide us and connect us with our loved ones on the other side. My guest today, Cindy Grogan, is someone I know as a gifted freelance writer, but that just happens to be one of her many gifts and talents. Uh, she is an author of two books, one entitled Your Pet Has Died, Now What? Now, that's a huge topic, and I do want to get into that, and that, that's a conversation we'll touch on a little bit today. But the book that I want to talk about today is titled, Okay, So You're Dead, A Sassy Guide to the Afterlife. Now, Cindy has commented on the fact that her, her smart-ass tendencies that, uh, that once got her grounded, they now serve her very well in Facebook arguments and um and oh and by the way she also loves cats so you know i i we we connect on that level uh cindy is known as the sensible psychic and she has drawn on her decades of experience in the spiritual realm to provide healing and humor and comfort in this down-to-earth book cindy says it's a perfect guide for anyone who's died or 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 plans to <laughs> So you get a sense of, of Cindy's sense of humor. <laughs> Cindy, welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Thank you, Judy. I'm so happy to be with you. Well, I'm glad you're here. And, and as, as I just said, there are so many topics that we could talk about, and all of them interesting, including that we both love cats. And uh, and I was also grounded for my smart-ass tendencies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, we, maybe that's part of the <laughs> Wild Woman Club. I don't know. <laughs> But I thought today, you know, given the fact that, yeah, that what we're, we're seeing, I think there is a resurgence. And, and you did write about that a little bit. Tell me what you think is happening right now. We are definitely going through a big shift. And I think the thing that makes my heart hurt the most about people who've lost people, especially to COVID, when they're talking about how they can't be with them. And, you know, there's always so many questions anyway after somebody passes. But the fact that you can't be in the room with them, you can't hold their hand. I mean, it's just agonizing. And I think the thing that I really want people to understand, because this happens in every case, whether it's animal, whether it's a human, is once they cross, once they lift out of their body, they are so okay. They are so good. You know, we are the ones that have to carry that burden. And it's agonizing. It's, it's terrible. But I really want to emphasize the fact that just because the conditions of passing have changed so much in the last year, they're still, they're still like, my favorite expression is death is like taking off a pair of tight shoes. And any woman who's worn a pair of, you know, size seven Jimmy shoes when she really wears a size nine will know that's like, oh, thank God. 
So I really just want people to understand that the heavy lift is really on our side of the veil. Once they cross over, it's like, woohoo, party time. They see all their friends, their relatives. And, you know, and my favorite thing, especially since we're both animal lovers, is all the pets that have crossed over. They knock our human people down to get to us. It's the most joyous reunion. And I just, I think now with the conditions of, you know, people can't go to funerals and all of that stuff, I just want people to know their loved ones are totally good. They're good. They're good. They're happy. They're out of pain. And now we just have to address it on this side. Well, thank you. And I think that that will bring, you know, a lot of comfort to people. It it, it certainly helps to know that. Given the fact that you're, a, you know, a psychic and have been for many years, and I, I, I want to know, what are you getting? Are you getting any information about the fact why this is happening at this time? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit hard because, you know, we're all in it right now and we're so inundated with information, but my sort of inner radar tinfoil hat, whatever you want to call it, has just said we were due for a big giant reset and it takes something massive uh, to kind of get people to think differently. And I think that's exactly what's happened. Um, we we were, I, I feel like we're all being pushed forward and it's easier for some, um, you know, the rest of us may catch up, but we're all being pushed forward. I mean, I think about those historical markers, like they said, after the Black Death, we came into the Renaissance. And I feel like this is kind of what's happening. We've just been in such a weird, funky place for, you know, 70 years, something like that. Time to, time to you know, up the game. So I, I really feel that that's what's happening. But I do get a very, very strong sense, despite all the bad news that we hear. I mean, I've, I've had every time I listen to the news in the morning and they start talking about COVID, I have to mute it because it's just, it's just too much. But I get a very strong sense of um, our spirit helpers, our guardian angels, you know, all the sort of invisible entities that are there to lift us up are right around us. Let's talk for a minute. What what happens when somebody comes and they specifically would like to speak to someone? Have you had many clients that have lost someone to COVID and wanted to have a conversation with them? Yes, I, I have. Um, it's, it's, very, it's very painful because like I said, there's another degree of difficulty that's been added by the fact of wholesale devastation of this virus and the conditions that are put up where you can't see people or you can only see them through the glass and you know they're on the ventilator and they can't talk i mean there's been that whole other thing put between them and um one of the things and i i actually say this to anybody who's lost somebody that the grief process is so raw that um, if you try to reach out to somebody too soon, it's like there's white noise there. And it's even worse now with COVID. So I, I tell people as hard as it is to try to wait a couple of months, just because a you need to grieve. It's it's just it's like, you have to, you know, you can't get around it. And B, having a little time between the time somebody's passed um, and the time I can actually connect with them makes the connection that much stronger. Um, it's, it's just a thing. I mean, I've had people, you know, call me up three days after somebody's died and I feel terrible for them, but it's like, you know, you, you, there's a reason there's 
the grief process is a real thing. You have to go through it. You can't get around it. You have to go through it. So I always feel that, you know, waiting a little bit gives you time to sort of center and not be in such a state. And it also gives the person on the other side a little bit of time to adjust to their new way of being because it's not easy for them to communicate because they have to get through a lot of stuff. And when they're really new at it, it's like, imagine you were in first grade and all of a sudden somebody asks you to solve an algebra equation that you would have gotten in 10th grade. You know, you, you don't know what to do. So they need some time to settle, to get accustomed to this new way of being. And the person here on earth also needs some time to get accustomed to the idea of this person not being there. So it, it, it breaks my heart. I mean, I wish I could just tune in like that, but I don't think it does either party a service. So, well, yeah, that's sensible. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's true. And it's, you know, time is your friend. I mean, it really is. First of all, I, I believe we have guard, you know, we have guardian angels, all of us have, but I also believe in the archangels, which are like the big daddy guys. So there's ways of, there's meditations out there that you can find to sort of introduce you to your spirit guide, but whether or not you want to go through that or not, you can ask the archangels for help. Gabriel is the archangel of communication. He's the one who announced the birth of baby Jesus. And I would say he's a good guy to ask for help. Like if you're going on an interview or you're having a difficult conversation, you know, give me the words. Raphael is a healer. So, and he's also good for the animals. So if you've got an issue with a physical healing problem or your pet isn't doing so well, or actually if your pet goes missing, like my went a couple of years ago, call on Raphael. Um, Michael is the protector. And I often recommend this to people who cannot get out of a difficult situation, a bad relationship, an addiction, um, you know, anything that just is holding them down. Michael comes in with his big sword to cut those ties. So those three are sort of, you know, your, your go-to triad of spiritual helpers. And you just ask them, you, you're laying in bed and like, you know, help me with whatever, and they will do their thing. So um, to me, that's like your, your quick and dirty little help helper kit from the spiritual side. Thank you. Those are good angels to call on. I just want people to know that there are so many spiritual resources out there and they have nothing to do with your personal faith system, um, but they're there. Take advantage of them. We're going through a really wonky time. Let them help you. And even if you don't know what to do, just ask, you know, lay there in bed or during the day, just say, guys, I need some help. I need some help. And then pay attention to what's put in front of you. And the other thing is to always say thank you. That's just polite. You know, just say thank you when you recognize it. Be grateful. Well, and if somebody wants help from you, um, they can find you at the sensiblepsychic.com. Correct. Yeah. All my, that's my website. All my information is there. Um, my snarky little blog is there too. So if anybody wants to hear my opinion of which I have many about different things, um, but yeah, all my information is there. And, you know, this was a journey that I started quite by accident many, many years ago, but it has proven to be so interesting and so comforting, especially during really, really rough times, like what we're all going through. So, you know, I would just hope people would keep an open mind and uh, 
it's not the only thing, but it's definitely a tool that we can all tap into, especially these days. Cindy, do you have any final thoughts or tips that you'd like to give our listeners today? Logic and everything else is important, but we're all sort of feeling our way around in the dark. It's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And this sense of isolation that we've all had for the last year is really pushing us into looking hard at what's next for us personally. So yeah, it's it's a really interesting time. I, I wish I'd be here for 50, you know, 50 years from now to see how they look back on it because it's 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 an inflection point. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. And I want to have a conversation with you about animal communications because I that is we've uh, been blessed to have a couple of animal communicators in our life that have really helped us out with our animals at different times. And if, if you'll come back, we can have, we can talk about. Oh, no, I can talk animals all day long. I love it. I love it. So. <laughs> Good. Uh, me too. I've been speaking with Cindy Grogan, the sensible psychic, and we've been talking about what happens when you leave this world, where we go, um, who we meet and hang out with when we get there, and how we can still communicate and stay connected to those that have passed. Cindy also reminds us that all we really need to do is ask for a little help from our friends. And she's not just talking about the friends that are on this side of the veil. Well, that's my show for today. I'm Judy Ray, and I would love to hear your thoughts on the afterlife or on any topic. So please just reach out to me uh, at wildwomanwisdom.org, and my Facebook page is there, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. So have a great week, and remember, you can always get a little help. All you have to do is ask for it. I'm taming my inner critic. You have no power over me. I'm taming my inner critic, knowing my worth. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Cindy Grogan, the sensible psychic, as much as I did. That's our Healing Quest show for today. I'm Judy Brooks, and for my partner, Roy Walkenhorst, thanks for joining us this week. And thanks, too, to the team at Just Thrive Health for their support of Healing Quest. We hope you'll join us again next week for Healing Quest right here on iHeartRadio or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. Have a great week. 